0: you have to live a life where you, you can't always think about yourself sometimes it's not about you and that's why when i want to talk about potentials and you know being able to do more because i just feel like you giving up like would actually have a massive knock on effect on a lot of people
1: perseverance and empowerment in every aspect of our everyday lives our relationships Our goals, ourselves, knowing that the mountain is you, and the journey is just as special as reaching the summit. I had the immense pleasure of bringing on Florence Afluemi-Ojo to the podcast to talk on this very subject. She was the founder of Molded Inside and Out, a personal brand that began back in 2017 as a blog. Originally from Nigeria but grew up in Ireland, she identifies as Irish-Nigerian. Her blog gained such popularity and notoriety after she shared her experiences as a black Irish young woman going through an identity crisis during her first trip back to Nigeria in 17 years. She expanded her brand and launched M.I.O. Prince in 2018. She shares a passion for wellness, fashion and positivity on all social media platforms including Instagram. And TikTok. As a black Nigerian woman living in Ireland, she has faced many challenges such as racism, discrimination, prejudice, ranging from subtle microaggressions to overacts of bigotry. However, through her experiences, she has learned about her history, her Irish history, engaged with various projects to contribute positively to Irish society. To be that light we need... Her resilience and her strength to continue to have open dialogues and biases makes all the difference. How's your day been going? How are we keeping?
0: I'm, I'm really good. Like My day has been going well. I feel like my day has actually literally just started. So I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, no worries. I've had breakfast, so I'm well awake and alert. <laughs>
2: Lawrence Olofami Ojo has had breakfast, people. <laughs> no, That's genuinely, like funny. my day started an hour ago at the gym. Like I fell out of bed. I had like a shit ton of coffee and then now we're here. So my day is literally starting as well.
0: Put me to shame. I honestly I was supposed to go to the gym, but no, we've not been too good this week. I'll go tomorrow.
2: <laughs> How does your gym sessions usually go? Because um I do the I do like the old school kind of arnold thing you know like the male ego you know push pull legs <laughs> what's your kind of um what's your mentality in the gym
0: okay so for me my, my current mentality is just to move my body um i'm not really going to the gym for the aesthetics anymore it's more around um i suppose just yeah going there for myself you know it's i i do a lot of things so the gym actually is the only time i have to myself like I don't like going to gym with my friends so much anymore. I just feel like it's my own space to myself. And even when I see people, I'm like, oh, hi. And I'm just like, okay, bye. I want to just do it. I'm in my own zone. Um, and I sound like I'm stuck up with stress I just feel like it's the only time that I have, you know, to myself and just to de-stress and and you know de- think. I always say to people like, I can't afford therapy, so <laughs> gym is my therapy as well. Like it's literally when I when I'm stressed and I literally I go in just pumping that adrenaline and just do what I need to do. Um, but in terms of like an actual like structure. So, I um, I follow an app now called Evolve You, and it's from my virtual PT, Chrissy Tjella. Um And I think it's Chrissy Tjella or Chrissy Tjella, I hope I'm saying her name right. Um, but basically, she has like a program. So, I've joined the intermediate program, and mm-hmm. it's like a 20-week program basically where she brings you to to a journey so like on the program basically i go to the gym three times a week i work out my leg once a week and my upper body and then i also have like a full body workout and honestly it's been brilliant because i used to be that girl that would go to the gym and decide okay today's leg day and I'll just do like random exercises and when I feel like I've done a good job I'd leave but actually I wasn't like you know pushing myself to my full potential so adding the structure has really really helped and I'm seeing the results and I'm happy like you know (laughs) I'm happy we're seeing the gains in the right places or whatever and I'm like okay sis I'm happy
2: (laughs) seeing Gains, seeing the yeah. calloped exploding in it. I've seen some of your content on social media, like um the, the fact you're doing like um ordeals and all that. I'm just like, damn, she knows what she's doing in the gym. I, yeah,
0: it's taken I, it's taking a long time, but you know, I'm happy. Yeah, and you know what? Like, it's like trying to build strength, and. I would always say to people, yeah, like the less the things I've learned in the gym has actually been like a trickle, it's like triple effect, like into mm-hmm. other areas of my lives. So like so, the fact that I've developed strength and my core and all these kind of things in the gym.
2: Just jump straight into this question because it comes to what you were saying there about um, growing up. So, could you share a little bit about your background and your story, your lifestyle up until this date, as not only growing up in Ireland. Coming from Nigeria, but also being a content creator, an entrepreneur, um, a single independent woman who doesn't need anyone to <sighs> tell her what to do because she is a badass.
0: <laughs> oh, thanks. Your that's like, it's, "Geez, like, oh, wow." Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, my name is Florence. Um, I was born in Nigeria. I left when I was five, um, and we came to Ireland. Um, I suppose for me, like one of my first memories of coming to Ireland was, so we went, me and my sister went to a school in Clondalkin, and it was called uh, Clon Boris. I think that's still the name, and i never forget the first time we went into the yard, so we went out to play, and we were the first black uh, children in the school, and I remember like when we went out to the yard, like we saw like a massive rush of kids literally running up to us touching our hair, our skin. Like, obviously now in hindsight, they they obviously never seen, you know, a black child before. But in that Mm -hmm. moment, I remember thinking, oh, my God, (laughs) what is going on? Um, And, yeah, like, then moving forward, and, like, you know, we were bullied quite a bit. It was hard, you know, growing up. Um, But then I actually then went to study social care in college. And this is actually a very, like, important thing because I remember the first time I went into my lecture room, I was actually thinking about this interview, and I just remembered a couple of days ago. So I went into my lecture room, and um, as an undergraduate, you know, I was, what, 18? And mm-hmm. I walked into the lecture room, and I was the only black uh, black student. And I remember going over to my mom, and I'm like, mom, I can't do this. And she was like, well, I was like, mom, I was the only black um, person in the class. And I was like, it just reminded me of growing up. Bearing in mind that, like, I do feel like up until I was 18, like, I, like, my identity shift and just who I saw myself as like that was still undergoing like you know I was still trying to develop and just even figure out who I was but yeah. I think then going into college as in, like as in, like something that someone is supposed to be that, that's meant to be an adult then going in and just remembering my childhood and like oh my god like I, I can't do this you know and my mom was just like looking like I mean to be honest in my house like you're going to college there was just no <laughs> you're going to college so it was more, like for her it was like well you're just gonna have to Going every day and take it day by day, and um, but like one of the lecturers was so good. She you know she really acknowledged that I was only black students in the class, and would you know really invite me into conversations and just really helped me. I forgot her name. where, I hope she, if she's ever listening to this, thank you so much because honestly, it really helped me to just accept that I was uh, you know going to be in spaces where, f- for the most part, I probably would be the most obvious person that I would look different. You know, um. But I took that in my stride anyways, and I absolutely loved college in the end. I remember, like, the, in second year, we had another black student, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't need the competition. So, <laughs> um, oh. like, growing up now, like, you know, um, I've just, there's literally, I've, I've learned to just love who I am, and, I've, you know, just really worked on myself. And um, I think for me, um, in 2017, when my mom brought us back for the first time, 15 years to nigeria like that i think that definitely was like the a real defining moment in my identity and just really helping me to understand who i was and then actually really embracing this concept of having you know to like you know being raised in ireland being nigerian and really just like embracing two different cultures um i remember like when we were going back myself and my siblings were so upset and angry like so much that I, i literally asked my mom i'm not contributing one euro into that ticket so my mom forked out like 7K on our own, um, because it's five of us and
2: literally,
0: yeah. I and I was working at the time. I was like, I am not. I was like, I do not want to go back to that place. You're bringing us back, and so you're definitely going to do everything on your own. And even on the plane going back, my mom was like, Florence, why are you so like? I was so puffed up. I was so upset. Um, and then we landed and. I, to be honest, like I don't think I've ever seen so many black people in my entire life. Like I was like, what? It was so weird, you know, like not seeing one single white person. I mean, obviously when we got into the airport, we started to see one or two more white faces, but it was just so strange. A
2: culture shock.
0: Yeah, it was so strange. Um, and then like you know, obviously as the days go by, we realise actually we're not very Nigerian because obviously we we're being told. Oh, your accent is different. Oh, your this is different. Oh, you, do you think you're better? Like, you know, obviously having conversations with people and you just see that, oh, actually, we're not very Nigerian. Then we came back home and, again, you're reminded that you're not very Irish. So it was really, for me, I was like, right, okay, so who am I? Where am I from? And I just had yeah. to, you know, start the journey of just, like, I suppose, so search and just trying to really figure out who I was. Um, and obviously, I then did my master's in social work and I, very, I definitely feel like studying social work and connecting with people has really helped me with my identity then two years ago we had um, a massive outpour on on the internet with um, what we called end SARS. and um, you were
2: telling me about this earlier yeah.
0: yes yeah so it's and it's funny because like so in 2020 just to take kind of just put into context 2020 i went to Nigeria and um, for in december like, so i was like right i'm gonna go on my own see my country and just be a tourist right and i just noticed that people were Constantly cranky, um, youths were they like they were so restricted. Like my cousin, um, I th- like my cousin, um, he he's very tall. Like obviously being a young person, like I remember, like when, when we we're leaving the house, my auntie would always kind of police what he was wearing and made sure he was dressed a certain way. You know, she'd <laughs> ask him not to bring his phone out and like not to wear certain watches and just and I, I just didn't understand. And then Nsars happened, and I realized that actually the youths in Nigeria, um based on how you looked, you were judged. So if you had dreads, if you had like a watch, if you had a car as a young person, if you had a laptop, if you had an expensive phone, if you wore jeans, if you like wore ripped jeans, if you sagged your trousers, like like, basically if you weren't wearing trousers, shirts and a tie, the police would target you, and they would stop you on the road. Sometimes people were being killed. Sometimes people, like things, were being confiscated from people. You know, parents were losing their kids. Sometimes they were kidnapped. It was horrendous. Oh
1: my! And,
0: yeah, it was horrible, and just because what you were a youth, um, and the same with the girls as well. Like you wore like a, a short dress. You know, it was just, and um, yeah, there was like a protest um at the Lecky Bridge. In Lagos, and you know there was a massacre, and it was just horrendous. So I think during that period, a lot of you know young Africans living abroad, like and as we were saying then, living in diaspora, you know, were then searching into what's going on in our country. And I know at the time it was mostly Nigeria. I'm sure it was happening in other, in other parts of Africa, but at this, at the inside specifically was Nigeria. Um, and obviously, you know, it's like over here, like you know, if the guard, the guardia, are but actually, they are doing the opposite, you know, like people couldn't call the guards because the people you call it, like they're meant to help, but they're the ones doing the opposite. So to be honest, I started to do more research into Nigeria and my culture. And again, all these like defining moments, then you had a Black Lives Matter as well. And these things have really helped me to not only like um, sit down with like my Irish friends and have conversations, but really just do some soul searching and just dig deep into my culture and my roots. And then looking at that, like versus, like obviously, I feel sometimes very, very, very privileged because um, I've had to work on myself. And even as a young person that's gone through racism, now like I'm, you know, very much confident in myself, and I always like to shine my lights where I go. Like literally, know if I'm, if I'm in the room because I'm so loud <laughs> and I'm really chat. You know, I've just brought this like my own strengths. I've incorporated it into who I am, who I do, and yeah. So like that, I suppose all these like key moments like I really helped me in like in defining my identity like I wouldn't say I'm fully there yet like I definitely feel like every day is a new day you know and um, even as a woman like I've just realized in the last year or two that like my period now affects my my mental health and I know it sounds like oh but it's it's like no. when I was younger it was like my body would change where now I, I like I think I know just actually during the pandemic I realized sometimes I'll just be sad like for no reason Stuart. Like, imagine waking up and just not having a reason to be sad, but actually being deeply, deeply, deeply sad. And I went to the GP, and I realised, oh, it's my period, and now it just affects my mood. So now, obviously, now I know that when it's coming to that time of the month, I just, I go to the gym more, I'm a lot more nicer to myself, but sometimes it catches me so unaware. So, yeah, like, it's, you know, and that's another thing as well, that I, like, now I've I've learned about myself. So I think as, as human beings, we're constantly evolving. Like, I'm not the same person I was five years ago.
2: Oh, yeah we as biometric organisms like we are nothing if not influenced by our hormones and the things that happen on in our body and then what affects us externally internally but i mean what a story and identity because you are not irish you are not nigerian you are both you are an amalgamation you've got all this history like you have such a unique identity and you're influenced by two different mindsets, two different cultures. How has that affected your own life in terms of the the fact that you wanted to go into social care, the fact that you know you're very family orientated, you're very spiritually orientated it, it it's a lot and it's actually it's it it's quite an amazing thing for someone like in in our generation to be so open-minded and so self-aware and so aware of everything going on around them. Like how, how has it affected you in 2023? Like you're saying you are developing and you're, you're, I I don't even think like, I I know I mentioned this earlier, like how far ahead you are compared to like so many other people, like you are so self-aware and so, um, Filled with gratitude for what you have, what you what you are developing on. Like like I said earlier, you're a badass Mama jama
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I think to be honest, like the the key word here is open minded. Yeah. Like I, I do feel like a lot of people aren't self aware and it's something that I've had to um, really, really uh, spend time to develop, and like again, like I'm, I'm not there yet. Like I definitely feel like I'm still on this journey of self awareness. I'm just really developing myself. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm my greatest tool. So, like because of that, like I've learned that, you know like I come first in terms of like what's going on with me and if I don't understand what's going on for myself then how can I even help or motivate people and I'm a firm believer in like oh you know, my
2: gosh yes 100% <laughs> I, I apologize for interrupting you but 100% no, 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 like, sure,
0: like let, no let's do this like and just like and talk to each other like you know yeah. um I um absolutely I just feel like yeah like it's you I just you just have to be in tune with yourself on you really really have to be in tune with yourself and I feel like maybe because I aspire to inspire people. I know that because of that I need to, like I need to be able to sit in rooms and have these conversations, right? So, like I can't speak to a young, a white Irish young woman about what it's like to grow up in a, um, in a Nigerian home. Um, my parents also separated when I was 15, which at the time um, just never happened in the African community. There was a massive taboo, you know, my mom wanted you so much. And I think as well, Growing up, like, I like I was, there's this constant trying to prove myself. So I have one brother, um, and I've got four sisters. So, like, in our community at the time, like, people would say to my mom, oh, how are you going to raise these girls on your own? Um, and, like, she had to work hard. And I feel like because she was working hard, we had to work hard to prove to people that actually we could be something in life and we could, you know, we will be fine and everything. And... To be honest, like, it was good, but at the same time, it put a lot of pressure on me and my siblings, Um, and it's only now in the last year or two that I'm like, actually, you know what, like, I'm no longer looking to prove myself to anybody. It's about me now, and my reason why has changed. Initially, even when I started my business, it was because I wanted to show people and show my mom and my community that actually, you know, um, even if come off from a single parent's home you can still make something out of your life like I live in Tala you know I, I went to a desk school but I, I was constantly striving to be a, a, a better person to show that you know um, it's possible to, to still live a life where you thrive um, and reach your goals and and you know that then means sometimes you're constantly people pleasing and that's and I'm, I would say to people I'm a recovering people pleaser <laughs> um where like you're just constantly trying to oh what would people say and like would they approve and is that okay and and it's just it's very draining you know you're constantly trying to live life for people and uh, yeah like it's, in the last it's year a drug as year. well
2: though isn't it yeah. like when you do get that approval at times you're like oh my gosh I I got it I got that validation from this mm-hmm. person I was seeking mm-hmm. it from
0: yeah and you know social media doesn't help as well you know all the likes and the comments and the engagements that's sometimes it's almost like that's when you're validated but actually no you know i've gotten to that point now where like if i'm putting something out i'm like i've approved it myself i'm happy with it i've edited it the way i want it to look i'm Mm -hmm. i I see what i see and it's good so actually you engage and i I appreciate it like i feel like I've, i've definitely built this community but at the end of the day if whether or not you like it it's not going to make a difference to you my work and the the work that I put into it and I think it's the same even as a business owner like sometimes you attach the success of your business to your identity and and then obviously then the failure to your identity and that's really really hard because just because you're on this venture and it's not doing well doesn't mean you're a failure as a person and again this is like something that I've had to work on because I grew up thinking oh my god if I start something if it doesn't go well it means that like I'm a failure it means that I'm not good enough or oh, I don't deserve to speak on this topic. But actually. But No, you know, like it's failing is an important part of life and, you know, it's the same thing with college and going through uni and, um, yeah, just developing myself and even like building my blog, I was always like, you know, I'm going to start something and if I like it, great, if if it doesn't work out, okay, well, at least I tried, you know, Um, and recently actually someone was saying to me, um, this is not your practice life and that actually stood to me. You know, she was like, "This is not like this is not practice. This you're not in choir practice. This is your, your life. You only get to do this once. So you might as well live your life to the fullest." Um, and I definitely feel like um, the people that I've encountered and my circle and you know my choir. Um, I'm in um, Ireland, leading into cultural choir. Shout out to Discovery Gospel Choir. Just. Um, <laughs> You know, shameless plug, but like being in these spaces and like having conversations with incredible people like yourself, even, you know, it's really, really just helped me to, you know, um, constantly just like always checking in on my own values because my values are very much ingrained in my culture. And honestly, like when I went to Nigeria in 2020, right, I had, I got like fake dreads and (laughs) auntie, no, no shade, but my auntie's friend, right, so she meets us on the road. And she said to my auntie, "Oh, is this your your sister's daughter that came from from Ireland?" And my auntie said, "Yeah." She was like, "Why? Like, why is her hairstyle like a mad person's hairstyle?" So she was oh referring gosh. to my hair. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god!" So this was someone that has never met me before. She didn't say hi. She didn't say, "Oh, nice to meet you." The first thing she did was judge me by my hairstyle. So yeah. she was like, well, "Why does she have locks in? Like, that's for mad people." Like, and I was like, "Oh my god." but like this is what i'm trying to say like so back home in nigeria like and i'm sure it's and it is changing thank god for like the internet social media and influencers that are literally sharing the word but literally i like, can go to it, like i can't wear certain things in nigeria because i would be deemed a certain way where over here i get to be liberal and do my own thing and so sometimes you're constantly trying to you know redefine your values like and question okay florence this value is it serving you or is it not where is it coming from especially yeah. never mind then being a christian because then you have the biblical values and you're like oh actually as a young christian we're told not to do this but then culturally i'm not allowed to do this but then i go to work and my colleagues would say florence you're only young why would you want to be married at 29 where actually when i go back to home my aunties are like oh florence you're going to be 29 this year where it's, is the money you know <laughs> it, it,
2: the 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 deviation of like
0: yeah where
2: people see you know like the aspect of life and what you should be doing at a certain age or a certain yeah time or period is it is so manipulated by you know our practice our beliefs and then like our societal standards or expectations and then the expectations of others it is very draining on an individual to live like your own authentic
0: life extremely Extremely, yeah and you you see why now it's so important to be self-aware because you need to know like where is my head at right now like what yeah. do I want to what do I believe in what are my standards what like what with mm. me because otherwise like we're constant. like especially in, this, in today's world like there's so many voices there's so many ways to live there's so many ways to identify and you just uh. need to be true to yourself like at the end of the day it's your life you know you only have yourself to blame um if if you don't live your life to the fullest if you don't start that business if you don't start going to the gym if you don't go out with your friend you know whatever you want to do just honestly just start because there's no perfect time for example like my i lost my auntie recently um and to be honest like even that like obviously has gotten me questioning life and like what's the purpose of life and you know she she was a great person because I went to her wake the other day and just listened to the tributes and how she impacted many lives. Yeah. And, you know, and she was 54. So, like, technically, you know, she's young. Like, actually, oh. to be honest, she, she's very much yeah. young.
2: Shit, you know, I'm so sorry that, uh, like, the passing was so young in life.
0: Oh, honestly, like, and it's just been... I've just been thinking about, okay, Florence, like, like no, tomorrow is not promised and I'm not trying to be like cynical or grim or anything, but really and truly, tomorrow is not promised. And, like, I just want to make sure that, like, I've lived my life to the fullest and I've done what I want to do, like, I feel like there's certain things that I keep saying I want to do and I, I haven't and I really need to do it. Like, so I've been saying for a long time I want to travel and yeah. I just feel like, I, although I travel, like, but it's like in little pockets, like, I'll go for a week. For two weeks but i actually want to go traveling do you get me and again that's not a very then um, i would say quote unquote it's not a very nigerian thing i want to be careful not saying african thing just in case people okay. come for me but <laughs> it's not a nigerian <laughs> thing you know like irish people for example it's very much cultural for you to be like right i'm going to go traveling to thailand and go like travel the entire a- a- like a- asia as a continent and just go to different countries it's not a very it's not very, like african people don't really do that you know and it's because like we're just I don't know, we're told you go to school, you go to college, you get a job, you get married. If you're a woman, you have babies and that's it. Like, you know, that, that's you living a good life. And only now, uh, more recently, are we seeing a shift in the way people are, you know, people live life and how people perceive the world and society and stuff but like I mean we've come a long way but things definitely need to change like even now like it's only now that we're seeing um, situations where people are saying to their parents oh I want to be a content creator like I want to I want I want to do YouTube full time it's like what like you're either going to be a doctor a nurse a teacher a lawyer you know it's like the traditional jobs the
2: expectations especially (laughs) of like the The, the maternal and the fraternal like heavily mm. influences and when you try to deviate from that it's
0: yeah. it's
2: quite difficult i had a recent conversation actually with my own father who asked me what was i doing with my life and how was i paying yeah. my bills and not out on the street and i'm like well my bills are paid i'm not sure how but you know <laughs> i'm kind of happy in life but could I ask you a very, very transparent question? Hmm. It, it's something you just said earlier about living life to the fullest. If you knew that today was your last day and when you went to sleep tonight, you would never open your eyes again, would you feel content? It's a very hard question that I have no. recently been asking myself.
0: No. No.
2: You badass I don't, bitch. I can't I don't believe not I
0: don't feel like I'm i um I'm I'm a firm believer that I like I feel like I have so much potential and I feel like I've only literally I've not even started to hit, hit the iceberg, I feel like I've not even like worked myself to a quarter of what my potentials are and and I think that's very sad to be honest. Like I feel like in certain ways I limit myself. Um and like I, I really want to change that. I really do. I feel like yeah, I don't want to, yeah, like, I want to I wanna know that, like, if I close my eyes today, I, I can actually just, like, yeah, I live my best life. And I don't think, you know, I feel like there's so much more I could be doing. And I don't know what it is that's stopping me sometimes, you know. I do feel like, again, obviously my belief and my mindset, and I definitely feel like that needs to expand. It really yeah. does. I need to really, like, connect with more people. Like, I need to change, and not, not necessarily change my circle, but I do need to, like have people as well in my life that really really like push me, and don't get me wrong, I love my friends. They're like you know they're like my friends, my family, they're my backbone. But I still feel like I need. I feel like sometimes I'm a bit too comfortable, you know. And I don't that know. I like do a,
2: get yeah. That yeah. I do get. Under understandably, it's like you have pushed yourself so much, and you're thinking, yeah, I'm in a good space now. And then you're mm. like, but I need to. I need to push myself a little bit further. Mm-hmm. Like there's mm-hmm. so much more we could do as individuals, but that's yeah. persistence, isn't it? Like it's constantly about mm-hmm. growing and learning as you go.
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. And I just feel like it's about um, being un- unapologetic about who you are and just being like, even, I-, I think it's even a lot of strength to be able to say, actually, I don't think I've reached my full potential. Or I don't even think I'm close to it because I think sometimes it can be scary to say that, you know, um, like don't get well, me wrong. Well, that like, you've reached
2: your full potential.
0: No, I think what I'm tra- I suppose what I'm trying to say is I think it's even strengthening itself to be able to admit that you aren't reaching your full potential and that, that there's so much more you could do because sometimes you know society makes us feel like oh like basically you know it's not okay to be complacent and I don't know for me personally I'm like I'm not trying to be mediocre like I really want to make sure that you know when I'm much older I can say to to, to younger girls and to the younger generation and even like my young self to be able to say Florence. You, know, you did really well like because you did this, 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 this and this like and yeah. I'm going to be 29 this year and I feel like I wish I had done more than what I've done so far. Not That being said, it's not that, you know, to be hard on yourself. I think, again, it's about knowing, you know, what your potentials are and if you feel like you've got more to give, then why not? What like, What's stopping you from, from giving more, from doing yeah. more, you know? I
2: think that is a completely transparent and authentic mindset because a lot of people will resonate with that. It's like, they've done so much, but they're like, but I can, I can do so much more. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing to give ourselves in these moments are grace. It's like, I've done this amount. I've worked this hard, but you know what? I've still got more left in the tank. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep on working hard. I'm not going to stop now.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: But like, um, persistence is a key factor in all this and achieving um not only like a overall success but a personal success can you talk about like any specific challenges or setbacks that you faced in your life in your business entrepreneurial journey that you've persevered through that made you go hell yeah i i I can keep going i can keep doing this
0: yeah like i feel like, like um two years ago we launched our own design um and to be honest like in hindsight i feel like we probably weren't ready, you know, to, to have launched. Oh, you're and, never
2: going to be ready. You are <laughs> never going to be ready.
0: I know, but like, don't get me wrong, it's, it's great because it's like, it's now our unique selling points. Like, you know, I, I get to say, you know, we have um, pajamas, we have products that are in our own design. You know, you can't find this anywhere else in the market.
2: Drop the plug, um, drop the plug.
0: <laughs> so yeah, guys, follow our business, M.I.O. print. Um, no, but like, honestly, I feel like, at the time, see I you know what is yeah, like, I was just so sick and tired of seeing certain prints in every single product and I couldn't say anything. Like it's really hard when you work hard on a on a particular collection and you know then you have other people using the same and you know the way the in the fashion industry it's people are constantly copying. And that's another thing I suppose I'm at that point now where yeah. I need to like we like what exactly stands like I need to make sure I'm doing something that makes me stand out from another business. Um but at the time I thought it would be having my own unique design um but it was a massive project and I think to be honest it was probably bigger than the actual business um and it's it's been a challenge right and I'm not gonna lie I feel like i this is out my fifth year in business um and i am definitely feeling I, I'm, at that point I'm like oh my god like I'm ready to give up I'm ready to just pack up and just go um and like and it's not even an ego thing like I I genuinely do not like if I get a whiff even that like I could do something different or that this is not the path for me anymore. I definitely feel like I'm at that point now where I've separated myself a bit from the business that I, I can actually just be like, yeah, I'm done. But yeah. I feel like there's definitely something like, like I'm not done. Do you get me? I just need, I, I've been trying to actively take a step back and just think about, okay, how can I pivot? Like what can I do differently? And um, how can I give my audience something different? Like are they bored? Cause I'm bored. I, you know, and I, like you're constantly thinking about, the present moment and i'm like oh like right now i'm i'm a bit tired and i'm a bit burnt out um but like i just for me it's more than the fashion it's more than the product it's the community and i think they're the reasons why i'm still here even the, the okay. reason why I haven't decided, you know what, like, I'm just going to be like sending a message on Instagram and be like, guys, you know, thank you for your, help, for your help, thank you for your support, but actually now we're done. You know, I just think, no, like I've had conversations with my business, like some of my my customers and how they've said my products have actually impacted them and like how they've managed to incorporate it into their own routine just makes me feel like, okay, this this is like the community and, you know, just hearing different stories from people and, and then having opportunities and just like they, they, literally like I've had, I've been called into rooms where I don't think I I would have ever been called into if I didn't have a business, you get me? Um, And it's just, it's really amazing and it just shows you like literally, literally from a, a thought to a concept and then like planning that out and then actioning it and you know, putting yourself out there and you know, that's the thing about these things as well, you constantly have to put yourself out there, even on good days and bad days and that can be really, really hard. So I feel like for me, that's why I love my fitness journey, like I love my fitness journey, I love the fact that I've just detached myself from, you know, any, like, like any kind of negative vibes. Um, and to be honest, and, and it's really hard because even when it's going really well, sometimes you have, to be, you have to be like, okay, it's going really well. I did that. But actually it's not just you because there's other people behind it. Do you know that kind of way? So yeah, yeah like that's kind of where my head is at at the moment. Um, just trying to really figure out what I'm doing now. And I feel like. This is the age, this is a time for me to do that because I am I'm I left my nine to five um January this year as well and I just went to pursue a different career path and I'm still working as a social worker but just I now do shift work which has given me more time for my business as well and it's also given me more time for myself and it's just honestly like I feel like I'm not living the life that I've always wanted to live like I'm literally flexible like I don't have to think oh my god Monday 9am I'm working you know like, like last year I was actually so depressed. <laughs> I was so depressed Um, and it's taking me to come into this year to realize okay actually last year I was just literally on autopilot and that's another thing about me like that's how I cope I literally I I get myself busy but you know yourself like we have to be smart it's not just about the doing it's actually the strategies and how, how and about you're going about your day if that makes sense
1: and now we come to the segment of the podcast where if you could I would kindly ask you to like comment share But in all seriousness, I find myself overwhelmed with such emotion. Grateful beyond measure for the wonderful souls who tune in or join me on this podcast. We're centered around mental health and fitness, interpersonal development, overall wellness, growing trying to find out how to be happy. This is Stuart and the unwavering support and dedication you have shown me, has kept me on this mission, and it has left an indefinable mark on my heart, and I thank you for that, dear listener. It is astonishing to witness the growth of this podcast and the incredible community it has fostered. We started a simple journey with a a lapel mic and my phone at a lake, and to try and make such a positive impact in people's lives. Lend an empathetic ear and inspire growth and transformation. Little did I know the response would be so overwhelming. So full of love and encouragement and accountability and transparency. Thank you, friend, listener. You have made This is Stewart part of your routine. I want to express my deepest gratitude. Your belief in this vision is the driving force behind me. To try and make this content knowing that our discussions on mental health fitness personal development and wellness resonates with others <laughs> i don't know what else to say it warms the heart each word of appreciation you give your personal testimonies they remind me why we set out on this journey in the first place your kind words are the ray the rays of sunshine in the pocket full of sunshine when i need it most as much as i want to help you you all help me thank you so much that is enough emotion today let's get back into the episode
2: um i schedule my schedules like so when it comes to like incorporating my day into like a routine that fits me and my lifestyle i totally yeah. get that yeah. I, I find it very interesting though the fact you're talking about um the personal aspect of the community that you're mm-hmm. cultivating through your brand and your mm-hmm. endeavor, and sharing the fact that even though with setbacks, you know, you're you're still driven to do something because you don't feel like it's the end yet. But like, can you share a time that you like stayed persistent despite facing these obstacles where like someone did come up to you and you went oh my gosh i've made a difference in an individual's life or in my own life
0: um I, like i feel like that's that, that's me currently now um yeah like what we had an event then was meta and somebody was saying oh my god you know i've i've been watching you for so long and actually no, do you know what is i had a, a training with the local enterprise office and I was actually, I think, I can't remember what, what the topic was, but I was sharing, like, some of my my challenges. And then I had one of the ladies in the audience who was like, oh, my God, Florence, I've been following you since the very start. And she was like, I, I love what you do. And, you know, every time I'm not in a great place, I go online, I see what you're doing, and I'm like, oh, my God, this girl, she's had it again. Like how, And she was like, how do you manage a business? You you work as a social worker, you're in a choir, you're doing all these things. And she was like, you're just a, a massive ball of energy. And you know what, like, sometimes... And that's why like, I feel like you have to live a life where you, you can't always think about yourself. Sometimes it's not about you. And that's why mm-hmm. when I talk about potentials and, you know, being able to do more, because I just feel like, they're, like you know... Do giving up like would actually have a massive knock-on effect on a lot of people because, and not to say that I'm like obviously people just do what's best for them, but I also feel like
2: oh you are the person. No, who... you you yeah. are completely right with that. Sorry, before I'm, I'm interjecting now because it's just in my head, but like if a child threw a stone into a pond, it would have a ripple effect. If a mm-hmm. butterfly flapped a wing, that would cause mm-hmm. pollen to flutter and mm-hmm. pollinate somewhere mm-hmm. else sorry yeah uh, continue on with, yeah no
0: 100 um, so it's like sometimes like it's not about if it was about me i would have i would have just been like you know i'm done but no it's not really about me it's about the people that see me and are inspired and feel like if she can do it then i can do it and i just feel like if i if i give up like then then what like and then what like so what happens then then you're, you're done and but it's not like it's just not it's not it's just it's just not that easy but you just be like, I'm done. Because I just feel like I have to think about other people. And um, and, that's, and that's hard. Because I do feel like sometimes I'm, I'm holding on to a burden. But that's why I also feel like self-awareness is so important. Because you need to know, right, what's up, Florence? What, what's good? Are we good to you? Like, do you need to take a step back, re-strategize, just take a break. And then come back again, come back stronger and be transparent, you know. It's funny because I was actually writing up a new, newsletter, like, a couple of weeks ago. And I was very, very transparent in that newsletter. I sent it to my editor, actually, I found, to know, like, this is way too transparent. But I do, I hope that, you know, I do get to a point where I can be as transparent to people and say, look, guys, I'm actually feeling really shit. Like, I don't know where this is going. And, like, I know, can I ask for a break? And sometimes it's really hard because you feel like you're asking for permission. But it's just, I do feel like, you know, it does get to that point when you build a community of people that trust you. You know, and people that were inspired yeah. by you, and people that you've touched, and and they've touched me as well. You know, in a way. So, yeah, like I, I, I'm definitely not in, in, that, in that space right now where I feel like I'm I'm done. But you no, know, I need to kind of stay in the game and just take a break and do what I need to do for myself because at the end of the day, you can't. You can't give from an empty cup, do you know? Um, do
2: not good. take my sentence away from me. <laughs> I use that constantly. No,
0: but it's true. Like, if, if I have nothing to give, like, and you know what? It's the same with, like, even, like, romantic relationships. Do you, know, you, you ever get that point? Oh,
2: 100%. Like, if you're, I've got like, nothing to yeah. give.
0: I've gotten nothing to give because you've drained me so much. And I do feel like sometimes it gets like that, even with life and business. Um, I am very, very lucky to... So to be working in the career where I do, where like obviously like we see and deal with mental health issues on a, like it's my bread and butter. Do you know, like I'm constantly seeing how you know addiction and 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 the, and the impacts and uh, you know family breakdowns and you know the, the war and all these things that are happening and you know people coming into the country and you know, like I'm literally at the forefront of it. So I definitely see the the first and and the ripple effects. And I feel like yeah. because I work in such a space it allows me to be like, right, I can't, like, if I'm not, okay, for example, if I'm feeling really down in myself today and I go into work, it, definitely, like, I, I, people can see in how I relate with, with the young people that I work with, you know, like, if you're sad, like, you're not, how are you going to be able to speak to a two-year-old and really have, like, you know, most and, and, like, have this bubbly character and, like, you know, you're going to the garden station, you're being told, yeah, anyways, without speaking too much about work, but basically, my point is,
2: you're, no, you're trying to be that connection and you're yeah. trying to be that space for other people to feel safe, to exactly. feel healed, to feel acknowledged. Exactly. And if you can't feel that in yourself, then you're yeah. not going to give that to another person.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That
2: is, do you realize what you have just said for like these last few conversations is taking literally stripping back the ego like you're saying the transparency is where you want to be, but like what you've just said is completely authentic and very, very raw. And a lot of people will not be this transparent, even with themselves, like, you know, that they, they need to just constantly push through it and to, you know, act like everything is happy. And, you know, they need to put on this facade for mm. everyone around them, for their work, for their social media, what you are, what you have just like acknowledged and What you do is is a very authentic thing that people can say when I'm not okay, I'm going to take this time for myself to recuperate, to reevaluate, to reassess, you know, what I need to do, what I need to be so I can help or do like what I want in life. Like that's a very and excuse the profanity, fucking amazing and powerful (laughs) thing.
0: Thank you, thank you, and, and and you know what? Like I hope people just like I literally wear my hat on my sleeve. I am very emotional person, and I feel like, um, for me, it's really, really important. Like I bring myself to the forefront of what I do. I don't like I'm not here to, to pretend to be who I'm not. Like my biggest fear, really, as a as a content creator, as a, as a business owner, or as a person in this space, is to ever ever come across as a hypocrite. I feel like. It, obviously, and it's and it's a hard one as well because there's only so much um, transparency you can do. Like sometimes people take advantage of it, but that's why I I literally and actually coming into this year I've started to like. Um, really got to vet <laughs> the kind of spaces that i'm in like and like, mm-hmm. i am i'm very careful with people I allow into my space because i just feel like i'm literally all about the energy like if you give me negative energy i'm so sorry i can't have you in my space because i'm just in a different path right now and i don't want anything to shift that so for me because i'm, I'm such an open person as well it's very very important that i feel like i'm just you no, know 120 to... yeah, in what yeah you're so I, i'm really all about protecting my energy this year And it's really been beneficial. But yeah, like I would like, and I hope people see that I am, like I'm very much, I like to just connect with people. Like it's really just something that I'm very much passionate about. And, yeah, like, so yeah, I hope people do get that. And, like, obviously, even you having these conversations, like, I'm sure, you know, it just means that obviously you're the, you're the same in terms of, like, you coming up online. And I, I see you as well, Stuart, you know, being able to share about your mental health journey and, you know, and your, your fitness as well, and just being able to incorporate that into your content. Like, it's it's really, really amazing to see. It's not easy, you know. But, like, people think sometimes that, oh, like, sharing about your, about your mental health is what it's like to get attention, but really it's not. It takes a lot of strength to be open about something that you know it looks it will look different on a daily basis um and for me as i said as, as i was saying earlier on sometimes now it's a monthly basis where i'm like a couple of days at the time of the month i'm like what's going on why am i sad? why am i sad why well, you um, feel
2: certain way yeah well well i can't sorry apologies i can't um associate like with certain things that you might feel at certain course. times like, so, <laughs> i'm trying to like say this how do i say this very eloquently
0: no it's okay but yeah like i, I mean yeah, for, like, honestly, being transparent and being authentic is something that I, I like. That I literally core to who I am and a massive part of my value system. Um, so, yeah, no, if it comes to you and this, I'm, I'm happy. And I feel like that's, like, half of my job done, to be honest.
2: You are also a person of faith. Am I correct in saying this? I don't uh, want yeah. to... I am,
0: can, I am.
2: Can you explain how faith has helped you during unique circumstances? Because um, me, myself, I am agnostic And I would never, you know, disregard anyone in their Mm -hmm. beliefs as I think there is um, something there in terms of a higher power. Someone Mm -hmm. want to use the word God or entity Mm -hmm. or universe. Like, Mm how has it helped you in unique hurdles or how has it just helped you in your life?
0: Yeah, so yes, I am. I'm I'm Christian and I, like, I, um, like, I I always say to to people, like, Christianity is not, like, it's not really a religion. It's a way of life. Like, so basically, I feel like, People should people should see you and be able to see that, okay, you're living a life that is loving and you make people feel good and you know, you impact people positively and you know, you shouldn't like people shouldn't leave where you are and feel like, Oh my god, she's left like like she's made she's left me feeling worse and I like, you know, and I just feel like mm. um in terms of praying, like honestly I do need to get better at it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come here and pretend. Like I I definitely I do pray. I do like I've always this year I come into this year, I was like, Okay, i want to try and become a better Christian and sometimes it's you know, it's, yeah, sometimes it can be hard, especially as a young, uh, as a young person. I, well, I, obviously I'll speak for myself, but I like I, I do sometimes struggle with, you know, like really carving out oh, time.
2: Of course, yeah. Yeah, especially in like this day and age, like it's probably very hard to um, stay in religion as it's kind of shifting and people are finding other avenues for themselves.
0: Yeah, yeah. But like one thing that I definitely do is like I go to church um, like at least three Sundays a month. Um, I'm in, as I said, I'm in um, Islands Leading to Cultural Choir. Like, obviously, in, in the choir, so we do have different faiths in the choir. So it's an, it's a gospel choir, but, like, everyone's welcome. Um, but it's nice to be able to sing gospel songs and, you know, just really connect to that, to that community as well. And, yeah, like, I'm always trying to connect with, like, uh, Christian communities as well, just, like, especially young people, just so that I, I, I'm connected and rooted in, I suppose, my in my faith uh, value system. So, yeah, I am... But in terms of how it's helped me, like, it's honestly, like i just can't imagine a life where i can't just be like god i need help <laughs> um, and and even today before coming in, i was like oh my god what like what will i say i'm nervous i'm scared And just being able to say a little prayer they, they they definitely help me and it makes me just feel like okay sometimes i can't i don't have to always take responsibility i can just pass that energy to somebody else because actually this energy is way too big for me. So I'm going to just pass it to you God, you know, you deal with it. And then I'll come back tomorrow and we'll talk again, do you know? Um, And so that's kind of where I'm at now with my relationship with God. So yeah. The,
2: The fact that you're saying passing the energy
0: oh yeah constantly bro like it's too hard like like honestly life especially as an adult like bro we have bills to pay you life has on...
2: fucking hands and it <laughs> yeah we need to get faster and a honestly, little bit stronger like, sometimes
0: yeah you wake up when you're literally paying paying bills constantly so i'm like oh i can't somebody else has to manage this like you know um so yeah
2: <laughs> Um, I, now in the fact that I said that, you know, I don't practice any former religion, whenever Mm -hmm. I lose something, I do pray to St. Anthony. And I think that's just like a very (laughs) Irish thing, you know, the saint Mm. of lost things. And I'm like, okay, St. Anthony, I don't know if you're there or not, but can you please help me?
0: Mm. And how do you you find that helps?
2: I, when it does help and I do find the things instantaneously after doing it, I'm like, Mm. okay, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm. Maybe I should be praying a lot more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, it's just great to know that, you know, like you can just, Um, I suppose just share that energy with with a greater power than yourself you know like I feel like it's the same with like you know the way if you're in a relationship and obviously like I I love my girls right and I have a lot of girlfriends and stuff but I always say to people listen like you will never be the same as having having an actual romantic relationship I don't know what it is it's like the things you can say to someone that you're romantically in love with is different to what you can say to your friends do you get me like the difference
2: between romantic to platonic to familial (laughs) is 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 definitely there there's a different yeah. connection of sorts
0: yeah i know so it's and the same with my mom like don't get me wrong i love my mom and like she last fine she the you okay but i feel like even if i'm saying the same thing to my mom it's not the same so i just feel like that's how i feel with my relationship with god like it's being able to i, I can talk to myself i'm not feel like i'm talking to myself i feel like someone is listening and he can hear me do you know yeah so yeah like no i love that for me to be honest so yeah
2: how do you find the balance um of let's say the the word you use which is very very poignant is energy how do you find the balance in staying not only grounded in yourself but persistent in let's say your business and also pivoting to life when it 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 starts just throwing stuff at you like how what is the best way how can you share an example where you know you're able to stay true to who you are with faith with being your own individual self and also having relationships with other people
0: mm. i think for me like i'm like i'm just constantly thinking about like i always think about what values that um serve me right so like Okay, if I if, if, if I had a customer for example, right, and maybe they, they they were having a bad day. Sometimes you do see this like, you know, someone could be having a bad day and they'll project all these oh, yeah negative yeah. and and I'm like, listen, <laughs> I could I could literally give it right back to you right now because I'm also going through my own shit, you know, for lack of a better word. But then I'm like okay that's a good question Mm-mm, I won't say anything I'll be quiet because, <laughs> because I know that's what Jesus would want me to do um, and <laughs> um, so sometimes like obviously you just have to you know like I I, I do find that I'm constantly I even in work like you know you might have a parent and they're having a bad day and like they literally project on you and like obviously within my professional like capacity I can't lash out at a parent like I just have to take a step back and be like okay Florence you tell them to do breathing exercises you do the same do you know and um i just think it's really to be honest it's all about just always looking at those values that you have and how are they and um, how do they serve you um, i hope i've answered your question it's like i rambled on a bit there
2: no jesus christ ramble on more because when you are your own individual and shit is being thrown at you you have one or two choices you're going to either attack it back or you're going to be introspective and reflect.
0: Mm. And it's, a,
2: it's I think it's a, I hate using the word adult thing to do because mm. we, we, we all know a couple of adults that will literally lash out and act very adolescent, yeah. but like to take a step back and say, this person is going through their own shit. They are yeah. projecting. Yeah. I'm not going to project that energy back because I'm yeah. saving my peace and space. Honestly.
0: Honestly, and that's and, and that's really what it is. Somebody has to be the bigger person. Like I'm not even going to be just in case my friends listen to this <laughs> while well, they work, they'll be sending it tonight. <laughs> but <I'm, laughs> I have had like, you know, one or two incidences this year at least that I'm like, yeah, it's like a classic, um a classic, classic example of people projecting. And one person has been able to own up to me. I'm like, oh, my God, florence, sorry, yesterday I was actually having a bad day myself. And she literally said, I'm so sorry, I projected that onto you and I was like Ugh like if I had like literally responded the way you were coming at me like but I just feel like as well you know the older you get certain things are just more important so like obviously my relationship with that person I value more than like a five minutes argument and not talking to me for another three weeks so I think that's what it is and even like with the business like sometimes work things are challenging and that's why your reason why has to be much more bigger than yourself because it's those reasons why that will keep you grounded you know like for me to be able to say it's not. It's more than fashion. It's more than like. It's, it's not just about me making money. Like it's like I have. I, you know, I'm very lucky. I'm. I, I feel very privileged to be working. Obviously, in a, in a space where I have a good job, and I'm not really. And sometimes, maybe to the fault of myself, because my mentor would say, Florence, you're not like a, an, an entrepreneur who needs the money. I'm like, why? She's like, no, she's like, if you need that money, you will do everything possible. You know, if that's what's paying your bill. But I'm, and I do find myself very lucky. Maybe, I, I don't know, like, I, I'm not in that space where I, de- I like I need the business to, to live. Do you get me? But at the same time, I, I still I, I still am very much passionate about the people in my community and just making sure that, you know, I'm able to inspire other people as well and, you know, I, I, I'm really excited for the future. I do know that sometimes, you know, you know, when you can't really see the way out, it can get very foggy and stuff. But, you know, yeah. um, just remain persistent and just keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, going to events and being inspired by other people and connecting with other people as well, you know, could really, really help. Because, yeah, and actually speaking of um connecting with other people, I'm, I'm planning to, like, take a break at the end of this year. And I'm, I might be going back home uh, to Nigeria and you know, just and I'm hoping that really just being in that in that space and environment I can also be re inspired again and just like learning things from my own people and, you know, um seeing how I can incorporate this into what I do and I'm really excited for that as well. And I'm hoping that, you know, just being in a different environment as well can really help with when you're feeling a sense of like loss and like confusion, you know? Um okay. yeah, so
2: It's it's an interesting thing you were saying about um, loss and confusion and going back just um, a few steps. You were talking about fashion, even though I know your brand is very much fashion from the outset, from my perspective, because like I I have no no fashion expertise whatsoever. (laughs) You've seen me at certain events and I'm wearing like the most mismatched of things. If I could, I'd wear the same
0: (laughs) four euro
2: pennies, shirts um because it's like, they're so simple for me but what yeah. you've cultivated is a cultural identity for people in a space that they wouldn't normally see it so the fact that you want to go back at the end of the year to almost rejuvenate fill that mm-hmm. empty cup in a certain extent is like um, it's a very interesting thing but i want to hit a point before i forget it because i will it's um you said mentor Um, Mm -hmm. there earlier is there any specific mentors or role models who have inspired and guided you on your on your journey not just your lecturer who um kept you (laughs) included and made you feel seen in a space that you didn't but like has anyone influenced your understanding um I guess in life and success and persistence in what you're
0: doing yeah so I'm 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 passionate about women honestly I'm really passionate about women I just feel like yeah, I don't know, women just do it for me, but um, my, like, three people like that are key, I would say, um, Kuby Springer, um, Fusaya Lange, um, and uh, Chrissy Um I love these three women so much, like, I, I you know, great examples of people who have literally, you know, seen an idea and um, ran with it, you know, despite all odds. And made something out of it for themselves and for their community. It's uh, incredible to see. Um Chrissy actually, it's funny, and this is um, my virtual PC. Um, I'm gonna send this to her actually. So Chrissy, shout out to you. Um when when I was looking to change my, I suppose my fitness journey. I don't know how I stumbled upon her on YouTube and like she was just so humble and she re- you could just tell in how she was conducting herself in her videos that she genuinely was passionate about teaching people, you know, about how to move their bodies and, you know, like she really broke down this concept of not everyone is going to have a big booty. Like you have to think about your make, your build, your culture. And, you know, she was like, you have to, can't always say, oh my God, I'm going to have the biggest ball on my leg like, sometimes. You know, for your age and your 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 size and you know your culture and just you for the fact that you're white, you know you might not have you know and all these things and just keeping it real,
1: keeping it real,
0: exactly keeping it real. And then I followed her on Instagram and I realized she had like over like four million followers and I'm like, oh my god, you would not even know, you know. And then I actually seen her on, um, she had an interview on the Diary of a CEO. And I'm like, this woman is a billionaire. I'm like, what? And she's so humble. Like, and I'm just like, wow. And you know what? Like, that's what I want to be. Like, I I want to always be relatable and approachable. I never want to be that person that thinks that you're too big to talk or to you know, like I've been to spaces and 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 still was this is why myself and Fina um really was so surprised by you because do you remember that movie premiere we went to you when like yourself and Jordan were creating content and I was like, Oh my god, this is so fun. And then we Oh this, wait, um, is
2: this is was this um Black Adam or was this the one where Black I Adam. saw the fact I like when we saw you making content and you were like taking pictures in front this was Emily. Yeah. And I saw you were trying to hold the light while also taking the shots and the videos. I was like, No, excuse me, you need <laughs> yeah. a lighting guide? That's me. Here, <laughs> look at me. I'll hold the light.
0: Yeah, no, honestly, oh. and I think just going home and just seeing that, like, the amount of following, and I was like, what? Like, you wouldn't even know. And it's funny because that day, myself and Fina were actually speaking about other content creators. And, you know, there's this, there's always this massive gap and this facade and this ego thing about content creators. And it's just, I, I do hope that it changes where people just feel like, I don't know, I'm, and I'm obviously without sharing too much, but it's just... Like, I just want people to just be yourself, like, you know, you're a human being as well. And so is the other person. Like, there really is no need for you to make people feel less. And we're, we constantly get that in this space. And I, I know it's uh, how the industry works, but it's just really weird. Like, no, I, just... I,
2: I, I, I think it's um, it's the individual because there are so hmm. many more people like you. But go on anyway, like more authentic people. It's just, um...
0: yeah, and I just feel like it's just, we just need people to be more real and like just humble. And honestly, um, I've like, obviously, for I think the entire month of March my business, we were on more streets doing the markets and stuff. And like, I'm not trying to blow my own one. The amount of people that came up to me and I'm like, oh my God, like I can't believe you're the founder Tooth that of that horn,
2: own. Tooth that horn. Blow it up, blow it up.
0: <laughs> no, and it's just like, people. oh my God, you're so nice. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't I be like, why? Like, I, I, why do you know? And it's just, there's just no need for people to be stuck up. But unfortunately a lot of people are like that. Um, but yes, I love Chrissy because she's just so humble. She's killing it in her business. She has like three um, different businesses. She's doing so well in it. Um, And and she, again, inspiring her community and just really, really getting down into the dirty game and just doing it. Even her posts and Instagram posts, they're always so transparent. She'll tell you, this week I had a shit week. I wasn't able to go to the gym. This week I had this health complication and she's just so transparent. For Saya as well, another woman who is absolutely inspiring. So inspiring. She's Nigerian and literally someone as well who she like dropped out of college. You know, went to studied, um accounting and then dropped out of that as well. And, you know, for, like pursued her business and like literally like during the pandemic, her business grew so much. And one thing that I, I love about her is how um, she's been able to build a community. And like, honestly, I've never met her before, but I feel I've seen her in my dreams like three times. I feel like she's my sister. <laughs> I feel like she's <laughs> my sister. It's so weird. Like, but like that, again, I just love people that are able to really, really bring themselves to the forefront. Of what they do and are transparent about the journey and are open to sharing the ups and downs like you know how they started the obstacles that they faced and um, times that they felt like giving up and why they haven't because it inspires people like me too like i definitely feel like i'm still upcoming myself um and knowing that people like that like they've also felt like the way i'm feeling now is you know is oh, pretty 100 you know
2: we i think we've gone through that era where if you are a certain let's say type of celebrity if you're a certain type of um influencer if you have a certain number behind your name we don't expect you to be picturesque and Mm. perfect anymore everyone goes through their own trials and tribulations behind the phone and the screen that they don't show and -hmm. when they do be transparent we realize okay this person yeah. is human as well. Yeah. They go through their
0: yeah. ups and downs. Yeah. Exactly, exactly.
2: How do you celebrate milestones and successes in your life? Like, be it business, be it personal relationships, be it just um, having a good work day and you're being like, mm-hmm. okay, I deserve this.
0: Traveling. <laughs> Traveling. <laughs> Traveling um, nice. and I'm just spending time with my friends and just, like, going out for food and stuff. I do, I do feel like... I, I don't celebrate enough, and I, and I, honestly, it's it's not great. I, I feel like sometimes I'm very hard on myself, and and it it takes me a while to see the wins, and um, which is really sad. Like I I do feel like I hope I I do get to that point where I'm able to just to give myself a pat on the back for the things that I've been able to achieve thus far. Um, sometimes when you're so driven and like you're constantly hurting yourself it's not it's not helpful either you know and that in itself is not actually it's not helpful for growth sometimes it's really good to just take a step back be grateful for what you have and how far you've come um, Actually, speaking of this, there's so something very personal. Um, two weeks ago, I was coming from the gym and I seen um, one of my, my crushes from when I was in secondary school.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh God. God. Okay.
0: This is too funny. So I, I was like, oh, my God. So I, I turned my car around and I went and I was like, oh, hi, I'm everything. And, you were in the car
2: and you did a full u-turn okay yeah. keep going keep going sorry, I, sorry. I
0: did i know i'm like florence what and you know i was like florence what are you doing keep going no like, no. no you miss.
2: you missed the chances you don't take
0: <laughs> so i turned around and i was like oh my god hi and he was like "Hi!" Hey. and to, to be honest like he was stuttering and like he couldn't talk. And I was like, okay, it's nice for the roles to switch. And you know, obviously, we got back home that day and I was like, oh, you know, you were so mean to me in school. And I was like, you weren't even having a bar of me. And you know, obviously, he acknowledged and he was like, yeah, I was, he was like, oh, I know you were always flirting. I was like, yeah, I was flirting, but like, he never really responded. But obviously, and he was like, oh, like you look really well. And do you know what? Like, obviously, we had that conversation, and it was nice, and we, we, we trashed things out on the day or whatever. But yeah. it really just made me realize how far I've come. Like, I'm not that girl that liked him when I was in, in secondary school, you know? And it's not even about, I just feel like I'm just like that girl who, at the time, my parents had just separated. You know, I was just going through my own little shit then, and I definitely feel like I definitely was depressed when my parents separated. My mom got me into music, and that really helped me. But, like, I I know as a young girl, like, I just, I was always so zoned out. But now, like... And, and then I probably wouldn't talk like I was really shy and now like literally I'll go into a room and I'll make friends with everyone there like honestly I just I, I'm so I can make friends anywhere do you know I, and I just I love connecting with people and just talking and sharing things and learning from you and I've just i just I've just grown so much and it's just so like it's beautiful to see but like even at that like I didn't I wouldn't have seen that if not if I didn't meet that person I'm like oh my god like you know so sometimes it's nice to just sit down and take a step back and just see how far you've come so it'll help you to say okay i've come this far and with the strengths and the resilience i've built and the skills i've picked up right where am i going do so you know what kind of way
2: 100 percent. if you were the same person you were when you were a teenager something went wrong somewhere you are exactly. constantly growing and constantly <laughs> learning and developing yeah,
0: yeah. so yeah
2: Looking ahead, what aspirations do you have? Are there any goals for the future? Like any plans for incorporating to the entrepreneurial endeavours, or for personal life goals?
0: Yeah, like as I said, I'm 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 planning on going to Nigeria uh, this year. I am. My friends are getting married, but I'm also going to try and incorporate some business um, ventures into it. I want to learn. Like I'm going to try and see if I can meet some industry experts, um, and just see like any advice they have for me. What I can learn from them. I'm hoping that I can connect with like yeah entrepreneurs and like go attend events and just you know um just be inspired again um, and incorporate that into our future collections yeah Um, i love uh, speaking for sorry i love what she does she, she travels and basically like all her collections are inspired by her travel ventures and i just think i just think that's absolutely amazing um there's a place in nigeria it's called Aboukuta, and it's like the the literal meaning is under the rock um, and the women there um Traditionally, they, they basically make uh, tie and dye, like, so fabrics, like, I don't know, have you heard, have you heard of tie and dye? Yeah. Yeah, so basically, they um, would, like technically make these clothes and, and now we see everyone has been incorporated into like the Western fashion and stuff but like I don't know there's something about those particular techniques that I've always loved and I always wanted to incorporate into my business but I feel like I want to learn it in a way now that I can actually modernize it as well so and I just feel like yeah I'm, I'm looking to travel and just like inspire like inspire a, a future collection um, and then in terms of like my personal life like I'm just yeah constantly taking this year out to just be kind to myself and allow myself to take the breaks that I need you know and um, and hopefully by the time I come out of this phase that I'm in like I uh, yeah I have something fresh and new to share but in the meantime like I'm obviously I'm still online um, I, I'm still creating content and just put myself out there and um, but just being mindful of myself and my the, my general space so that you know I'm yeah like taking if you
2: if you had a title what would you call the phase you're in? Mm. What would be the name of this book or this movie?
0: Transitioning.
2: Oh, no. With the introspective existential title. Very nice. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Transitioning. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm loving it for myself. Like it's, it's, it's actually been hard. Like, honestly, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. Like it's, it's been a great eye opener i'm 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 loving the conversations but like even as i'm speaking i'm I'm like yeah definitely I'm transitioning and it's actually very very much reassuring that it's okay to be in this phase i'm just I'm a little lost but I, I definitely feel like it's actually just a transition into another it's into another season right so it's just figuring out how to get from where I am to where I want to be to where I want to be so
2: one thousand percent you um Jesus, like we've we've actually been trying to connect for yeah. nearly nearly a year now yeah. at events or just like different things, and I think it was the fact like you know it was, like ground out time. Mm. We we're going to get Florence onto the podcast. We we're going yeah. to connect this way. Like, uh, what was the last event we were at? I think it was Black Adam. Like yeah, it the was DC. It pre- was. was it? It was. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was Black Adam. Yeah, yeah, and
2: that was even that was even just like a. Flying oh, very, in the wind
0: like yeah, very said. much brief yeah very much brief no but honestly like it's like never in a million years would i actually even think that i'd be on a, on your podcast so i'm feeling very very gassed right now i'm like oh my god
2: it um, might be like the start of your own <laughs> podcast you might want to start one
0: yeah i don't know like you know think about it think about it yeah I'm like, what, what will tough. I say? What will I say? Do people want to listen to me? Like, do you oh, know I mean? stop I that. Everyone start...
2: has a story. Everyone has a story.
0: Yeah. I tried to start like a YouTube, but I, yeah, it hasn't quite worked out. It hasn't
2: quite worked out well i i watched your vlog i watched your first and only vlog and i was like wait where's the rest like she, she she needs to put more up girl yeah
0: yeah no i do i do i just need to start on my iCloud nonsense on my phone and then i actually need to get a camera like it's funny because i actually started youtube accidentally you know like i've, I've put up a few shorts and they've done really well so i do know that there's a potential for, for like for short for youtube and stuff it's just Spending the time and just knowing again, okay, what do I actually want to do and what's the direction I'm gonna go in, you know? But yeah.
2: (laughs) I actually am gonna like throw ourselves uh, three steps back for like a completely random question that has nothing to what we talked about, but what type of music are you into? What gets you in the zone for the gym? What gets you in the zone for peace and mindfulness? What is on your playlist? Afrobeat. Afrobeat.
0: Okay. Anytime, any day, Afrobeat. And then, yeah, yeah, it has to be Afrobeat. I just, I love Afrobeat. There's something about it. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, literally. Like, honestly, you need to see my face by now. I'm smiling, literally. Afrobeat. And then, if I'm feeling real, like, um, like I want to just like, go deeper and just, like, reflect a bit more, then it might be gospel music. Okay. But do not mind. So it's Afrobeat, then gospel music. Um, like those are my two main genres that I listen to. So, yeah,
2: it's completely different to me because it is, <laughs> it's old Irish trad
0: when nice. I want to
2: run. And then it's, um, it's actually ballet music when I'm really? in the gym.
0: Nice, nice, nice. That's good. Yeah. No, like, do you, you know what it is? Yeah. Actually yesterday I forgot my phone at home. So yesterday was the first time in my entire life that I actually worked out without my phone and without music.
2: Oh God. Um, how did that feel?
0: It made me realize how driven I was because I just pushed myself to it. I was like, "Right, Florence, we're gonna, we have four sets, we're gonna do it." Like, there's no music, there's nothing has to ginger your spirit. You just need to do it. Now the cardio was hard. I couldn't really get myself into the running and the jogging. Like, it was just like, "Yeah, this is a drag." But yeah, my other sets, no, I pushed to it, but I wouldn't do it again.
2: <laughs> I cannot listen to any gym music because it's always yeah. the same kind of hard style pump, yeah. pop pop over and over and over again and I'm I'm literally just like a I've got such a like a sour face going around the gym being like I want my music. <laughs> oh. Yeah. If you had any advice sorry um I know I went off topic there no, but I- um if you have any advice that you'd give an individual looking to pursue their goals what would it be?
0: I would I would just say, you know, this is not your practice life this is this is a real deal this is real shit like you only have one life start um and you can learn on the job you know um start just start honestly like sometimes it's better to be the first than to be the best um there's no there will never really be a right time like and sometimes you're never actually ready because while you're waiting for something and you're waiting for the right for everything to be to be together i guess there's always another trend there's always something else and you know there'll always be something else that you could have done better but if you just start so you can just learn anyways and just keep going and obviously be true to yourself and have have a mentor have people around you that would put you right in the first place Um, yeah and i just feel like once you are sure that this is what you want to do then just register your business honestly um i feel like when i once i registered my business i was like right yeah this is serious and i'm going to take this really serious sometimes if you just like dilly-dallying with it like you just you won't take it seriously. So, like you need to honestly take yourself serious first before you expect people to do the same
2: i I I cannot say how humbling it is to hear that
0: so uh-huh. um Thank you so much, Lewis. Honestly, no. like, honestly you, you've you've been bigging me up all day. I, I love this for you. Thank you so much. Like, I'm actually so honored to be here. Um, I can't believe we've been talking for like over an hour. Um, and it's just been so natural. And it's like, yeah. Oh my no- gosh. Yeah, and okay. I feel like it's it's a testament to who you are and your personality. You know, i and, and thank you for being yourself. Thank you, for having me here and just like giving me this, this the audience even to like just share my own story as well um yeah like I, i'm definitely a diehard fan um and i just i just i, I love what you're doing as well like I, honestly i said it to you last time like the space that you're in is very difficult and you honestly you do so gracefully you know you do so like because is doing fashion and you know but to come in and be able to bring your personality and just like add comedy and make people laugh like you know so effortlessly like honestly you're a star
2: Gracefully with a clown face. I, Yeah, that, that that is me. I am a graceful ballerina, but I look like <laughs>
0: yeah. Ojo
2: the Clown from Duffy Circus.
0: Oh, God. But
2: anyway, to our listeners today, Florence, Olufemi, Ojo, thank you very much for being here today.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Guys, follow me on Instagram at Moda Inside Out. Follow my business, M-I-O Prince. We're on Instagram, we're on TikTok and then our website is wwwmio printscom
2: <laughs> Everyone, go give her a follow listen to her journey follow her experience as she not only develops in her fashion career her community but also life in general
0: Thank you so much guys honestly, thank you I am really, really appreciate of love you Stuart um, and yeah guys please listen to Stuart's podcast. Support our guy um, <laughs> he's, he's working hard, it's not easy. So yeah, let's be kind and just yeah, keep going this community and um stay with our money. Wish you the very best, you know, in your journey and yeah, I'm excited for what's to come ahead.
2: Thank you, my dear. I will Thank talk you. to you in a few seconds.
0: Thank you. Bye.
1: Bye bye. But what can I
2: say is I'd kindly ask you if you did enjoy this episode to leave a review, a like, comment, share wherever on social media you have heard this, whichever social media platform. What we're trying to do is raise awareness, build this community with more like-minded individuals who are passionate about the well-being of personal growth, interpersonal development. We can create a space where we can uplift and inspire one another. You can engage and be involved with making tremendous difference, and I appreciate you for that, because you have done that over and over again. This podcast has grown exponentially beyond my wildest dreams. It is something I will truly be humbled for for the rest of... for the rest of my life.
1: (laughs) You could do something small for someone else any day. Compliment. Help them with their shopping. Random stranger. Pick up something they dropped. Smile. And it could
2: change their day for the better. Make a lasting impact.
1: So with that, friends, I'm going to say I'm grateful you were here today. I'm grateful you are here. This is Stuart.